0: Welcome to Parents Take Five where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, an ordained pastor and educator with years of experience with children, youth, young adults, parents, family ministries, and I am also your host. If you have questions or ideas, you can find the Facebook group for listeners and follow us on Insta by searching for Parents Take Five. That's F-I-V-E. And check out parentstakefive.com for more church and family resources, or to find out how to request a virtual meeting, speaking engagement, and workshop. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen. I'm glad to be back. And as you know, um, and you heard last time, we are with Lauren Graber today. We are excited. If you have not heard her, check it out on the last podcast, because you can see the bio with all her amazing things. And it's going to lead right into what we're talking about today. So I'm just going to jump right in, Lauren. Is let's that good with you? Yeah, let's okay. do it. So happy to shed. I got to go back to this happy to shed. So um, the last time we spoke, yeah. we were talking about um, church and the time that we spend or don't spend what we what we replaced it with during the pandemic and what it means, right? And um,
1: you used this phrase, happy to shed. Can yeah. you say more about that? Oh gosh, help me remember that I was talking about what we are willing to, to no longer do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think as I have thought about from my family in particular, right? Which is the only only space that I, I do think very deeply about. <laughs> so I'm yeah. an expert there. Um, but I think as we have considered what it is that we want out of church, right? If we're gonna go back, if we're gonna take the risk, mm-hmm. um, Uh, and my own, like, so the particulars of my personal story of my family's story is that we had just been having conversations in the last month or two, my husband and I, about how we were going to stop saying no to everything that we felt like after two years of being through in this pandemic and trying to be so careful that it was time to start saying yes again, two things to letting our kids do stuff to us doing things to try and fully enjoy our lives. And then here we we did that. We let our kids participate in all kinds of stuff. And our daughter got COVID. Mm. Um, so there is a piece, I think, um, of taking seriously for lots of families. I think all, all families on some level are trying to decide what's the risk that I take um, when we go do a thing. And so then church is a piece of that, is a part of that equation, right? Um, making that decision. And so it better be good. It better, like, feed us. And I don't mean I need a dog and pony show. I don't need like big bass drums, but I do need to feel like that, that time uh was good for us and fed us. And so there's so much of it um that I am uh I I don't need anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't need uh what I need is for us to all feel like we're loved and to feel like we use the language that you're necessary mm-hmm. in the world. That's great. You yeah. Have a role to play. Language. Uh, those are the lessons I want my children to receive in their communities. I need that m- message all the time in my own communities. So church I, that's what I need. Um, and so there's so much that uh, I don't know if this is exactly how I said it last time, but that I'm happy to shed that I don't need mm-hmm. um, I don't need from church anymore. I don't need it to be fancy. Um, I, I mean this is I'm a bad Episcopalian here. I don't need the liturgy <laughs> that's it. Uh, because unless it points to those things, I'm just not sure that it's the stuff, uh, that's going to help me be a faithful human in the world Mm -hmm. uh, and help my people be that thing. Uh, so I think trying to find a balance there, uh, and keep it in our, in our risk calculation still feels like it's the active, that's the conversation. Those are the hamsters that are, are running in my head all the time. (laughs) Those are good hamsters. <laughs> they are hard at work. I assure they're you. They're fasting a little bit, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that is certainly good good stuff right there. Yeah, I th- I love the you are necessary.
1: Mm-hmm. I for us it is that um, that you are. That, I mean, I think it communicates you're deeply valuable, right? You matter to this world and to God is language we use in our house, um, but that you are also necessary for the world, right? So that you have responsibilities to the world as well. So I think mm-hmm. it's a, a back and forth there that I hope that, <laughs> I hope that word is big enough to communicate.
0: I think it's a great word. I'm not sure that I've, I've heard it said that way before. And I
1: think it, I think it really fits nicely. It's probably not mine, um, but I will. I will own that I use it all the time now.
0: <laughs> well, know that I am also going to use it all the time now. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I heard from several people. You know, we're at Easter tide now, right? Um, so the the big Super Bowl is over of Easter, um, and he has risen. Um, risen indeed. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it would come. I knew it would come. Um, yes, he has risen indeed. And I heard from many families, you know, they were excited about Easter, right. To go back. many of them had not, um, gone back to worship. And then it was just a disaster for families. Um, just because exactly what you're talking about, about how just hard it is and you don't even realize it. And like when, when you think back to pre-pandemic I don't know that I realized how stressful it was to get up. Yeah, until you didn't have it anymore. And then you think, oh my gosh, how did I do that?
1: Um, How did we do it? Yeah. And I think as I, uh, our 10 year old is our daughter, and we work so hard to, we talk all the time about being authentic, right? And showing up as who you are. And then I was having a conversation with her this morning. We were looking, I was like, I think you need just like one dress. She doesn't like to wear dresses at all. Um, She'd much rather be in her athletic shorts so that she can run and climb the trees that she wants to climb. I said, I think you just need one dress for the summer. Can we pick out just one in case you need to go somewhere Mm -hmm. and you need to put on a dress, probably for your grandmothers. And it just to watch her face fall, I thought, what am I doing? And I think when I think about church, that's a piece. I'm like, what am I doing? I need y'all to like pretend. For church <laughs> for an hour? What message am I sending about what this what this place functions as in your life? Um like no, 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 no. That seems the exact opposite of what I try to tell you all right. the time. Right. Um, and I don't want to attach that to God. Yeek. I right, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I find it to be very difficult. I mean, before the pandemic, you know, I I have children um, that we've talked about before. Um a 12 year old and an eight year old pre-pandemic I didn't really get a lot of pushback for going to a church to worship like I mean <clears throat> my kids loved going to worship um or at least seeing their friends you know it it was it was home I would say yeah. it was it was kind of another home um and then as we went post-pandemic you know the word that I kept hearing was do we have to Ooh yeah it's
1: a good question
0: (laughs) especially when you ask your pastor parent right like yeah do I have to oh it just Uh, broke me like I was like oh my gosh where did (laughs) I go wrong um and 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 I think parents all over are facing this you know like and then themselves are thinking do I have to yeah It's not just for kiddos,
1: it's everything. No, and I wonder, I have tried um, in the last, particularly since I went to divinity school, right? And I was surrounded by other people who asked, who just allowed me, they never answered my questions, they just asked additional ones, right? Mm -hmm. Or pointed out that I had just asked a good question and then let me sit in that. Um, And I brought some of that into my parenting, particularly around faith stuff. Because one of the things I realized is that I come out of a Christian, like faith traditions and communities that told me exactly the truth. Right? This is true. This is true. This is true. This is true. And as a child, it didn't make sense, and I didn't quite, you know, I couldn't name that icky sort of like something doesn't feel right about all of these things being definitely true. Um, And then I have spun that out (laughs) into a whole life of questions. So I wondered what it would mean to bring those that same approach to my parenting it's messy and yucky and I don't have any expertise here because I'm making it up as I go along with my kids particularly around faith but on that kind of question I think it's worth sitting with your kids and being like I don't know do we have to what do we get out of that um or when my kids are like this is what I heard about God and I'm like that's interesting do you think that's true and not telling them but wondering with them yes yes and whoa I, 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 I just, it's been helpful to not feel like I had to have an answer because on a question like, do we have to go to church? Actually, no, the truth is no. Right. Right. Do do anything you want it to go to church for, right? If your friends are there, would you want to be there? Um, so yeah, I think that, can we sit with those questions our kids have and not freak out? I don't know. (laughs) I think it's a good question. And,
0: Lauren, I I have to just say, I think if we held the mirror up, I think we have the same questions as adults.
1: Uh And
0: I think it's just easier to say our children, right? Like our kids have those questions and that they do. And we do too.
1: Yep. Yep. Do we have to? Do we have to? What's there for me? What's there? Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Who's there?
1: Yep. And Do they notice me? Mm -hmm. Am I okay? Mm -hmm. Am I okay there? right? All of me, whatever I look like. And Am, I Am I seen?
0: Am I seen? Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, man, no one ever asks us those. There's rarely opportunities in life to get to, to ask those questions. I think church could be right. Mm. It could be a place where we could ask those questions. Um, yeah, it could be.
0: Talk about a Holy spirit, kind of place right like Mm -hmm. i mean i'm getting the holy spirit bumps just thinking about that right like that's the vulnerability of a church to be able to sit with those questions with their people
1: exactly uh yeah yeah. i want to go to that church
0: me too (laughs) sign me up sign me up um yeah no yes and and i i really do think that churches are trying to do that we are they're trying so hard. They really are. And I, it's just so difficult, um, as we begin to just think back of what church was, Mm -hmm.
1: you know, it just, well, and I think it isn't just what it was pre pandemic. Um, I think it's, you know, society is not set up for that kind of vulnerability that we're talking about, right? So it's pushing up against, you know, I don't know how much of that vulnerability was happening in churches pre-pandemic either. Yeah. Right?
0: I don't
1: think it was. But yeah. Man, the pandemic could be like a kicking the door open to saying, like, I'm not okay. Are you okay? Nobody's okay. <laughs> and that feels like a not a ridiculous response to life right now. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yes and and realize that everyone else is like that right like
1: <laughs> absolutely there's,
0: there's no judgment we are all not okay exactly um, so let's we have, yeah we let's got this together.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but we have the hope of the resurrection um, we can come right we re, we return as something not do. the same thing right not the same thing though
0: we do yeah. we do wow
1: Lauren, man
0: You have me dreaming now. This is great. It's a great place to be. I I appreciate this, and I think it um, has really opened the door um, for us to think about what conversations might look like um, within our family and our um, um, co-parent, spouse, or partner, um, and you know, I'm a big fan of family meetings as they get older. And mm-hmm. my poor listeners have to listen to me talk about family <laughs> meetings all the time because it happens every Saturday in our house. Oh, um, love it Every Saturday we have a family meeting. Um, so I'm gonna uh, I mean, it's really worked for us, you know, um, but I think at those family meetings, what a great time to just yeah. ask some questions and and sit with the hard things. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. I, I really do. And Lauren, I'm so, so grateful for your time. I really am. I appreciate you um, sharing your gift of writing with so many of us. And I'm grateful for the way that I was able to meet you as uh, through that gift um, and given me the opportunity to dream a bit. And so listeners, I will just Remind you what Lauren has already told us, um, and that is you are loved
1: <laughs> That's and right. you are
0: necessary.
1: And necessary. That's right. Oh, thank you, Jen.
0: Thanks, Lauren. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.